Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? This is NBA Ramos. This is the second episode that we're doing for the podcast. Before I do start this episode, though, I just want to say big shout out to everyone that has supported for the first episode. Thank you so much. It really does mean a lot. Thank you so much for sharing the episode. Thank you for following the new page. If you haven't already, follow the page. We're going to be posting when the episodes come out. Also, too, I might just post a couple of things just to kind of get people's opinions on everything as well. Just, you know, just to, uh, you know, see if anyone wants to, like I said, give opinions on anything. I'm always open to new ideas, so much appreciated for everyone that has followed and spread the first episode. Thank you so much again. So uh, before we do get into it, though, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do two separate segments. I wanted to do first segment. I'm going to start out with the Raptors and what they did good on and what they can improve on. And then the second segment, it will be the Warriors. Same thing, um, you know, what can they do better and what they did that I liked in the first game. So let's jump right into it. So the first segment that I wanted to do today is going to be the Toronto Raptors. They played a great game great game for the first time you know they're in the finals and everything so i think they played great this is the first time that golden state has actually had not the home court advantage i should say so i thought that toronto did great job they rode the momentum of the crowd they rode the momentum of them being in the finals you know a little little you know it's uh butterflies to begin with but it's you know both teams really had it anyway so i expected it especially from the raptors but I think that they handled it, you know, once they settled themselves down, they got in the flow of their offense. They played Toronto Raptor basketball. They didn't let Golden State dictate what they were going to do, how they were going to run their game. They didn't have to adjust. I think Nick Nurse did a great job. He came out and said, we're going to do this, and they, they ran with it. They This is their game plan. They controlled the pace of the game pretty much, I would say, pretty much the whole game. So they pretty much... You know, like I said, Nick Nurse's game plan was we're going to come out, we're going to do us, we're going to play Toronto Raptor basketball, we're not going to let Golden State dictate what the flow is going to be, what you know, what we're going to do, we're going to do what we want to do, this is, this is our home, we're going to come out first game, you know, just run with it, so I think that that's exactly what they did with it, and you know, they played actually, they played great, so I'm going to give them a ton of credit on that, um, it was really great, actually. Really great first game of the NBA Finals. Like I said, I'm excited just for this Finals in general because it's different. You know, you got... I know Golden State's there, but it's definitely to have some... It's a good storyline to have. It's Toronto's first NBA Finals in, in history of their uh, in their franchise. So it's good. Kawhi's carrying them. So that's all, you know, good storyline. Is Golden State going to be able to repeat? So, like I said, it's, it's exciting. I'm excited for this finals. And game one was uh, definitely really good. It was a very good first game. So let's jump right into exactly what the Raptors, I think, did really good on. First off, right away, I'm, we're going to go off with it. It's, it's Siakam. Siakam, I can't even put into words what he did in the f- first game. The guy came out on fire. Basically played at his pace of aggression. He didn't let Golden State get to him. He didn't let Golden State's defense, which Golden State's defense was... It looked worse 
but it wasn't as big. Well, I'll get to that in their segment. But Siakam came out and he just he just put put his foot down and said, "I'm doing this today. I'm doing me. I'm gonna get to the basket." I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna double check on it. I think that he actually only took maybe two or three threes. So, and I know he hit two of them. So. I'll double check on that to be sure. I think, yep, yeah, it was only, you know, he took three threes, but he made two of them. So, but most of his points were in the paint. I mean, he shot 14 to 17, and that's 80, 82% right there. And he only went to the free throw line once, and he knocked down both free throws. So, and he finished with 32 points. I mean, you cannot go wrong with that. And I'm actually a little surprised because I really thought that, you know, he's a younger guy. He's might win most improved this year it's between him and D'Angelo Russell but I really thought that he was gonna not shy away from the challenge but I thought as a younger player first time being in the finals I mean you know for most of those not most of those guys but some of those guys that this is gonna be their first time in the finals anyway but I thought for him as a younger guy it would get to him a little bit so I didn't think he was actually gonna get into his groove right away so he really surprised me so hats off to him on that absolutely great absolutely great i mean he played played his ass off honestly i mean like i said 32 points most of them were were layups i mean 14 to 17 two threes with that and you know he had a pair of free throws with it as well so and not only that he had eight rebounds which is always good and he had five assists too so he was doing a little bit of everything um he did also have two blocks too so like i said he's doing a little bit of everything he's not just scoring the ball and you know he's little doing a little bit of this doing a little bit of that i mean and what it reminded me of watching him play today not necessarily saying you know this is i'm not saying that he's comparing to this guy but he reminded me a little bit of Giannis today in the sense of he's already a bigger guy himself he's about 6'10 maybe um so he's what he what he did was being that big long athletic fast he's pretty much controlling he went right into the heart of the defense of golden state right at them and said i'm gonna score you know you can try to stop me but i'm gonna score and one play that he did which you know was really good i think it was on a fast break i think it was the third or fourth quarter he you know he just, he uh, got the rebound pushed it up up the floor golden state they're backtracking and you know he drives and they're expecting him to drive in the lane and he just collapsed the defense they all collapsed on him and he had Danny Green in the corner wide open for a three and that was yeah that was the fourth quarter so you know it just he he does a lot and like I said I'm not comparing him to Giannis but he reminds me of a Giannis Ben Simmons type of player and what I mean by that is big 6'10 long athletic guy that runs up and down the floor on both sides of the court. So he's doing it on offense, he's doing it on defense. And he's also able to, not as good of a facilitator as a Ben Simmons or Giannis, but he can make plays for you know his teammates as well. So he was the number one for this team today. I know Kawhi Leonard is, you know, it's Kawhi Leonard. He's the heart and soul of that team. But Siakam was number one today. And, you know, on the Kawhi Leonard now, he had he started to pick it up towards the I would say the ending probably like the third say third quarter you know second half I should say um, but the first quarter first quarter I mean first half actually he played he was pretty much down I mean he was he wasn't shooting the ball well Golden State was throwing 
two guys at him, which they were, that was really smart for them to do. At one point, I seen them, what he does is, you know, he comes off, coming down the, you know, coming down the lane, either he wants to go at you, right in, you know, right at the cup, or he's looking for, you know, kind of like a, a mid-range shot. So what they did was, Golden State, when he was driving, they throw three guys at him, which is smart. And my Sixers did that, and at one point, um, before he started to really take over. But at one point, they were throwing multiple, you know, a whole bunch of guys at him on one, which you, you need to do. It One guy is that can be able to beat multiple guys. You can do one, one-on-one. He's, like I said, he's pretty much, he's hard, almost unguardable in one-on-one situations. He got he got his one-on-ones, and he took advantage of it because he's quite learned. He's an elite scorer in the league. So, but Golden State played good defense on him in the first half. He still ended up with 23 points. Shot 35%, but did take 12 free throws, made 10 of them. That's the good thing about Kawhi, though. If he's having an off night of shooting, which he did tonight, 35%, he's able to draw fouls, get to the line, so that he's still able to produce points, which has always been a good trait of Kawhi. So, you know, even though he wasn't, didn't have the best game, but he was still able to get to the line and still produce 23 points alongside with eight rebounds, five assists and a steal as well in 43 minutes so i think he did really good on that but after siakam the second biggest point of today's game for the raptors was van fleet has to be van fleet i mean he was actually gonna be number one until siakam really started he really started taking over the game and really started controlling it but van fleet had 15 points he shot five of eight too and Went to the free throw line, 4-6, so it's not too bad. He was only 1-4 of four from 3, but he was 5-8 of eight with 15 points. And like I said before in the first episode, you need guys for the Raptors. They, those type of guys off the bench and the role players for Toronto, they have to step up. And he did. Another guy, Marcus Gasol, like I said earlier, has to step up and play good. He had 20 points, shot 6-10, uh, 7 rebounds too. And he had six free throws too, knocked them all down. I think if I'm not mistaken, yep, he was two of four from three. So, you know, it was able to produce them. But like I said, another guy had 20 points alongside with, as a starter, He, I mean, he's a starter. He does need to produce at least, I would say, at least a good 15 points, at least the 15 points, you know, to beat Golden State. If you, if you want to win a championship, listen, you have to. He, especially for him, too, as a veteran guy, former All-Star, former Defensive Player of the Year. I know he's a little bit older, but still, he has to have at least 15 points. So, and today, like I said, he had 20, so that's really big. And, like I said, Van Fleet, too. Van Fleet was, I think, was, besides Siakam, was the second um, biggest part to really help the Raptors win, like I said. Because if your main guy in Kawhi Leonard is down, you have to have other guys step up, as I said before. It's a team game. It's not... It's not just one man show. It's basically a team sport. So you need all your guys to step up. Kyle Lowry did not shoot good at all. Two and nine. Um, he did have seven points, six rebounds, nine assists. What I do give though, he did played really good defense in the sense of I seen him take at least three charges. He had a couple fouls too that were called on there. One foul was on uh, Demarcus Cousins, and he got all ball on it. I will say that. And they called it as a foul. But, I mean, in general, this is what this guy does. He's a, he's a dog. Philly native. 
Um, and most of Philly players are always like that anyway. But he's he's a dog. Like he plays even though he's having he might not have the best offensive night, but he does hustle. And like I said, he did play really good defense too for um, for the Raptors tonight. So, and I'm not saying that it overshadows it in the sense of he can do this every game, but still, he plays 36 minutes. Like I said, he's the second second guy on the team behind Kawhi Leonard. Um, you can argue on say Siakam, but I mean Kawhi, I mean Kyle Leonard. I'm sorry, Kyle Lowry. He has. Uh, I mean he's he's the he's the second main guy at the end of the day. So he does need to pick it up. And at least, I mean, he scored seven points and he shot two and nine. Like I said, the guys were there to help him. So, like I said, Marcus sold 20 points, Siakam 32. And even if Kawhi had a somewhat of an off game, he still had 23. But, you know, it's not always going to happen like this. Siakam's not going to always drop a 32 points, probably. Uh, Marcus Sol, he got 20 today. He might not do that all the time. So, Van Fleek had 15. He's not going to probably do that all the time. So, Kyle Lowry played, like I said, played good on defense. Offensive game wasn't so good today. So, I think he needs to step up on that. Danny Green had about 11 points, shot 4-9. And he was another guy that I actually, I didn't really talk about in the last episode for the Raptors. But, he's a guy too. Another guy he needs to step up, which I think it's, I'm not saying he didn't, he didn't play good today. He did play good. Had a solid 11 points. And he shot 4-9. And he was... He was 37 from the three, but still, like I said, 11 points. So it's you know that's always good to have. But uh, everyone else, I think Abaka only had about five points. Uh, let's see, Norman Powell two points. Uh, Patrick McCall, but those Patrick McCall and Norman Powell, uh, they only played a couple minutes. So Abaka played 17, but Abaka did not. He didn't shoot the ball too well. Shot to a seven, but. He still does his things. He does help on defense. He's still a bigger guy. Still can contest shots. Think he had one block. He had one block today. So, but he's still he's still a guy that you have to worry about um, that protects the paint. So, I think overall they did play very very well. What I'm gonna give them to is Curry was Curry was feeling he was just getting into his groove in the first quarter. The Raptors in the second quarter played very, very good defense on him. I don't even remember if he did score in the second quarter because they they threw everything at him. On his screens, they're hitting him hard so that he's got to go around. Once the screen came up too, I know Kyle Lowry was chasing him around a lot, but they were throwing two to three guys at him too. And it's different with, with Kawhi because Kawhi's a bigger guy. Yes, Curry's going to he's gonna pull from anywhere. I know that, but and he can shoot from anywhere. But he's a smaller guy, so if you're throwing three guys at him, it's harder for someone like him, who's you know somewhat of a smaller guy, to really get through all that. And the one play that really showed it was Curry was coming down the court, and three guys trapped on him, and Marcus Sol ended up blocking the uh, the pass that he attempted to go through it. Like, and it just it just showed that you know you have to like if the guys getting in the group, Toronto made great adjustments on. All right, you know, we got to slow this guy down now. So I hats off to them. Like I said, Curry in the second quarter wasn't as efficient as he was in the first quarter. But like I said, Marcus Soule played, played good uh, all around, I would say, today. They had a good, very good first half, too, where they were uh, they were holding their own. Like I said, they were holding the pace. They were playing at their pace. 
Um, another good thing I think they did besides Curry was that they played really good defense actually on uh, Clay Thompson. So Clay Thompson, he shot just under 50%. He had 21, but they weren't allowing Clay to get his shots. And not Clay can go get his own shot, but they were making Clay strictly as I'm going to come like the Warriors were trying to run as a uh, screen, you know, screens trying to set up, set up him and Curry to, you know, catch and shoot off the off the screens and everything like that. But the Raptors really held him and I thought they played really good defense on him. So hats off to them on that. They played really, really good defense on Clay as well. Uh, like I said, they did slow down stuff, but you know they. I think they really held Clay to uh, to him. He and he was taking bad shots too, and in the first half especially. Um, I think they were playing pretty fast, so Toronto held them to to take un- shots that are that are like uncomfortable shots for them. So and also too, I think what Toronto did, which is really really good, they made Draymond try and. When they were pretty much putting Steph and Clay and getting them, um, they were pretty much stopping them and pretty much slowing them down a little bit. They were telling Draymond here, you know, beat us, <laughs> try to you know go get a bucket, and that's that's not Draymond's game at all. Uh, Draymond shot two and nine, so they they held him to twenty two percent. And Draymond, that's like I said, that's never been Draymond's game to to go and try to get a bucket. So like I said, the uh, the Raptors they. That was a really, really, really good defensive strategy for them. And, you know, I hats off to them on that. They really, really did good on that, too. So, but they did, I think, um, a little bit. They did slow down in the third quarter just a little bit. I think they came out in the first, uh, I'm sorry, the second half where they did kind of slow down a little bit. But I think that most of the time, too, when you play so hard in the first half, I think they were, you know, I know it was it was halftime and they had their rest, but I think they were... They were still a little, a little slowed up just from playing so hard in the first half. And the Warriors, the Warriors are playing a little bit faster too, so they kind of, they kind of slow down Toronto to where they had to adjust to that. But I do give a lot of credit to the Raptors' role players because, like I said, Kawhi was not having that good of. I mean, he never that that great of a game in general, but in the first half, he was not having a great game at all in the first half so the first half I really give the the role players of Toronto really give them a lot of props because they really did help out and carry and like I said it's a team game everyone needs to step up so those guys did a hell of a job now what I think that they can do a little bit better uh looking at it looking back on it I think that what they could do is there's really not much I would say that they need to adjust on. Um, there's something that I've heard from I was listening to the jump and Richard Jefferson was saying how he adjust his Cavalier team adjusted to the Warriors when the Warriors were beating them three to one in their finals. That what they did was they made adjustments and when they found out what worked, they pushed it harder. So they said, okay, this works now. Golden State's getting a little frustrated. We're winning this game. Let's do it again, but we're going to do a little bit harder and play harder on it. So with Toronto, like I said, I think in that situation, they played good defensive-wise, offensive-wise. Kawhi had a, his off game with the guys. The guys. I know we say the guy's a robot, but 
But at the end of the day, the guy's human, all right? So he can he can he can actually, you know, mess up a little bit. But I think with uh they played really good defense on Golden State. So I think they should st- stick to that. If they have to make a little bit of adjustments, really would say not get Curry going right. Let him let someone else beat you the same way that they did, but don't let Curry get going in the first quarter. So stop him right away. Don't even let him don't even let him get a little bit in the first quarter. Stop him right away. But other than that, I think they played great. I think like I said, they keep the same 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 game plan. Play it harder though. You know, same thing, play harder on it. But other than that, I don't even think there's much that they have to adjust because like I said, overall they played great. They played a great game. They had guys step up. Kyle Lowry, I think, is another thing. Like I said earlier, he has to. That's the thing they ha- that he has to be better on. I mean, shooting to a, to a nine is not good. He did other things too, which I can give it a little bit of it because he did play great defense. Like I said, did also have nine assists, which he is. He's a very good facilitator. Very good facilitator, and. That's good when you do have guys like Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green hit shots, Siakam at thirty, you know, thirty-two, so he can he can get uh he can score buckets for you, Marcus Sol. So I think that besides Kyle Lowry has to play a little bit better. I don't think that there's much that they have to adjust. I think they play great defense, like I said. Just stick to that same game plan and they just play it harder. Just play it harder on that. So that is my analysis on the raptors so we're gonna end it on that note but for the second segment we're gonna go to the warriors but this is the end of the first one for you so let's get to the warriors now so now on the golden state and obviously they lost so i mean i think there's more that they have to do compared to the Raptors who have won. But before we do all that, I want to talk about what they did well in. And what I think they did pretty well in, honestly, was Curry, even though Curry was kind of slowing down, the first quarter he came out and he was on fire. I mean, you you couldn't stop him. So first quarter, I think he played really good. But also, too, once he got slowed down a little bit in the second quarter, when he came out in the second half... He came out and wasn't just shooting jumpers. He was creating his own shot. He was trying to get others involved, but he was going out and he was trying to go get his own bucket too, which he can do enough. People underestimate how he is because they think, oh, you know, he's the greatest shooter of all time. So he's going to, you know, he's going to launch 30 foot bombs and that's it. But if you watch Curry, you watch how much he can create, get into the paint. And he's a very, Mark Jackson said it, he's a very underrated finisher. He can get to the lane and he's still finishing over contact. And, you know, people don't think of it, think of him that can do that. But very, he's a very underrated player coming when he's going to the lane. He's finishing, can finish with both hands. But I do like that how he wasn't just settling for jump shots too. He was trying to, you know, create, get to the lane. Um, Shot 8 of 18, which about 44%. So... They get to the free throw line though 14 times and he did hit them all so that does help shot four nine from three which isn't bad um four yeah it's 44 percent too so it's, it wasn't too bad but i think that he did 
he did his part. He had 34 points. And like I said too earlier, it's not easy. This is a team game. One guy cannot do it all. So, and that brings me to Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson had 21. But I think that when you don't have Kevin Durant out there with these guys, and it relies basically just on two guys to score the ball, it is harder because Toronto has really, they have a lot of people that can, Kyle Lowry, like I said, he's a good defender. Danny Green is a great defender. Marcus Gasol, former defensive player of the year. Siakam is a good defender who's 6'9", 6'10", long, can guard multiple positions. And Kawhi Leonard's Kawhi Leonard. That guy is, is probably the best two-way player, if not the best wing defender right now in the league. So, you know, it. You and the way with the NBA is now, these guys are switching. So if it's a pick, he's switching over. You know, either Gasol or Siakam switching on Curry or Clay. Like, you have multiple guys. So it is harder when you're relying just on two guys. And I don't think Clay played horrible. I think in the first half, he did take some questionable shots that, you know, makes you scratch your head and he was just pulling and... You know, you got to get better shots than that. But overall, I don't think he had a bad game. He still had 21 points. Um, just shot under 50% at 47%. Only went to the free throw line once. Knocked down both free throws. Shot 3-6 from 3. But him and Curry, they had the most points. Draymond had the third most at 10. But the guy, like I said earlier, he shot 2 of 9. And that's never been his game anyway. So I'm not expecting that from him. But and he and he did have a triple double. So he had 10, 10, and 10. So that's pretty good. But the shots are two and nine is it's not gonna cut it. And Igadala. Igadala had a lot. And I'm not gonna put too much on Igadala. Not only is Igadala a little older now and he's not the same player as he once was, but he was guarding Kawhi Leonard most of the time. So that's a handful itself. But I'm never expecting Iguodala to score that much anyway nowadays. He's an older guy. Like I said, he's not a main guy anymore. But um, he did start, so he did have 6.6 rebounds, 7 assists. Shot 3-7, but I do give him a little bit of leeway on it because he was guarding Kawhi Leonard most of the time. So I can't really put too much on him for that. Jordan Bell started for them as center, even though DeMarcus did play and he was available. Jordan Bell played 11 minutes. Two, gave you two points he's not a, he's not a guy that's another guy that's not going to give you any points anyway so can't put too much on him but speaking off the bench um the Warriors had DeMarcus Cousins playing his first game in quite a while but he only played eight minutes scored about three points and it was it was off of free throws he didn't even actually have a field goal in this game but like I said, he's getting, he's got to get back into his kind of groove, which is, it's bad timing for them because now they're, you know, you need, you don't want to rush him because you don't want anything else, you know, injury wise to happen. But you do need, if he was able, say if he didn't get hurt and he was still playing throughout the playoffs and Kevin Durant was still down, at least you still have him. That's kind of the third option for the Warriors to give you some points. And he only gave you three points. And like I said, we only played eight minutes. So I really can't put much on it. But it's it's hard. I mean, when you have two guys that are that are really just carrying the load on offense. So uh, what other things that I think, though, besides Boogie? Um, with No, actually, with Boogie, I'm sorry. Boogie's impact with the second unit actually looked, it looked pretty good, even though it was only a couple minutes. 
But the second unit that was out there, he did have... It was uh, Quinn Cook, DeMarcus Cousins, Sean Livingston, Jurepko, and also Kevin Looney. So I do like that that lineup that was there with DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins, a lot of people don't really see what he does. He only did it in a short amount of time, but made some. he made this very nice bounce pass. And it was just simple tic-tac-toe offense that the Warriors run, which I'm a big fan of their offense because I really like the way that they move the ball. They really move the ball a lot. And people don't really see it. Like casual fans will look at it and just go, oh, well, you know. Just, no, but like being someone that has watched baseball, understanding it from a team perspective, it's they play beautiful offense. I love their offense. I love the way that they run it. But the Marcus Cousins, what he did was it was a pass to him in the post, and it was a simple cut. And Sean, I think it was Sean Livingston or it was Iguodala, one of them cut and the Marcus Cousins made a beautiful bounce pass and it was just you know for a big guy like that he's he's very unique as a as an almost seven footer that can make a you know good just good good passes like that and I mean he's all around all around offensive game is is great so but he like I said this is his first game that he's played in a little bit now so he has to you know they have to get him into his groove too they don't want to rush anything too soon with it but I think that if he was able to play a little bit more minutes I think that he would have helped them a little bit more because Toronto really was only holding them to about like a 9, 10, 11 point difference. They weren't running away with it. They were pretty much keeping the Warriors at arm's length, which is good enough because, you know, you, you can't give any, you can't give the Warriors any type of space. You give them a little bit of space and they could have just ran away with it. So I think the, the Raptors, that's another thing that they did really good on was keeping them at arm's length. But the Warriors themselves... Going back on DeMarcus Cousins, I think that he could have really helped them out if he was able to play a little bit more because Curry had 34 and he's carrying the load. Klay Thompson only had 21, which if this is the case, if Durant doesn't come back in this playoffs, Klay needs to help out a little bit more on it. I know it's easier said than done, and I know it's putting a lot of pressure on them, but Curry, Curry's out there playing 40 minutes and he's dropping 34 points. He's still doing he's, he's trying to, you know, help them out and he's trying to carry them basically. And like I said back to Draymond, Draymond is not a guy who's gonna who's gonna give you a big amount of points anyway. He gives you the solid 10, 10, and 10. Gives you an all-around game, but he's not a guy that's gonna give you 20 plus points every night. So, you know, I think that Clay has to step up on that. If they can get the Marcus some more minutes, I think he can be that third guy. And the second thing with it really, um, it's a big question, honestly, now. People are going to look into it. I know it's game one, but it's a big question, honestly. Uh, is Kevin Durant's impact, you know, is it hurting them right now that he's not there? And in this game, game one, there's times, like I said, I just just saying it right now, having those two guys, just Clay and, and Steph pretty much carrying the offensive load. I think Durant not being there really didn't, him not being there really did hurt them in the sense of, they can give Durant the ball. He can go score. And he's another guy who's giving you 20 plus points, 20, I'm sorry, 25 plus points a game. So, and like I said, they, they only were, they were pretty much holding the Warriors to about 10, 11 points at the most. And they only lost, they lost by, by nine points anyway. But if you give Durant there, Durant could possibly, you know, win them the game from there. So, and it's something that the Warriors got to look at. How serious is this injury too? I think that they've, the Warriors themselves have been pretty quiet on it. I don't know how serious it is. So 
I don't know if he's going to... They've said that he's going to play this, sometime this series. DeMarcus was a surprise for me. I didn't think at all that... It, uh, not not at all, I'm sorry. Not at all that he wasn't going to play. I know that he was going to play sometime, but I didn't think it was going to be game one. So I was surprised on that. But I think that, you know, it, it does open... It opens some questions on the Warriors. Do they, do they need Durant to come back a little bit earlier than expected? So... You know, it is definitely something to think about because, like I said, that's another guy who's going to give you at least 25-plus points. So, And Curry's not going to carry him by himself. Clay's not going to carry by himself. And the rest of those guys are, are mostly role players. Draymond Green, he's kind of a super role player. But like I said back then, he's not going to give you 20-plus points every game. Iguodala, not going to give you 20-plus points a game. And these other guys, too. Jordan Bell, not, he's not going to give you that. Kevin Looney. Uh, McKinney, it, Sean Livingston, those guys are not going to give you 20 plus points a game. So I do think that you do need that. And I think Golden State, they played what I think that they can do a little bit better is the defense wasn't bad. I think you because Siakam pretty much has that Giannis Ben thing where compared to him, compared to them, though, Siakam is going to hit his shots. But what I saw Golden State do a lot was leave him open a lot. But he, like I said, he only took two threes anyway. But I think that when, you know, most of the time he's going to go into the lane. You have to clog the lane, throw all the guys at him. The same way you do with Kawhi, it's easier said than done. I know that it's a lot, but you have to try to slow a guy down. He's not, he's not going to be a guy that's going to go out and score 32 points every game. So... You know, you saw what he did. And it in the sense of they played good defense too, they made those they made the other guys beat them. Because you have to try to slow Kawhi down. And which they kinda did today. He didn't play great, but he still had at least twenty-three. But they played the right thing of we're gonna make Kawhi be a facilitator. You're gonna make other guys beat you. Siakam, Gasol, uh Van Fleet, uh Kyle Lowry, but Kyle Lowry, like I said, didn't have that great of a game, but, you know, they did the good thing of being like, yo, other guys gotta beat us, we're not letting Kawhi demolish us, so, and like I said, I don't think Siakam is gonna score 32 points a game, I think he's gonna give you a solid 20, 20 plus, definitely not in a 32 every game, so, it's something, and they only lost by 9 on that, so, that's a thing that I think that they can definitely do better on, is the defense on it. But overall defense, I think they played, played, I'm sorry, played pretty solid on that. But I think what they can do is they can, they have to slow down. Some of the shots they took in the first half too, very fast. Like just very, like coming down is right away. Like let's get something set up. Let's get in the groove of it. You have to play. Same thing I said with the Raptors. The Raptors came out and said, we're playing Toronto Raptor basketball. Warriors have to do the same thing and say, we're playing our brand of basketball. We're playing Golden State you know, th- uh, championship basketball that they've already had. They're two-time champs. Well, I'm sorry, with Durant, so they're technically their three-time champs. But I'm just saying, in, in general, though, they, they need to play their brand of basketball and not let Toronto dictate what they're going to do. So, other than that, I think that they played good defense. Guys have to, other guys have to step up. The same exact thing that I'm saying with Toronto Golden State guys, they have to step up too. They have to help out. Steph and Claire are not going to be able to do, especially Steph. Steph was pretty much the the team, the whole team today, and he was doing everything that he could to at least try to, you know, keep his team in it. But 
other than that think that it was a it was a great first game of the finals Toronto respect to them they played absolutely fantastic and Siakam Siakam is the story of the if you take anything from this game it's Siakam Siakam played lights out from start to finish so and just from the from his offense and then uh his one defensive play I think he chased down Draymond crazy block so I mean, the guy gives you a lot, so it, it, it's exciting. It's, it is definitely an exciting series, just in the game one. So, overall, I think it was a, a great game one. Those are the things that I think that Golden State has to do on it. They want to. For game two, my predictions on it, I think that Golden State is going to wake up a little bit. Uh, they're going to come out, and they're going to be like, this is our brand of basketball. We can't, we can't let them run all over us like this again. So I think Golden State's going to come out a little harder. They'll come out playing their brand of basketball. Like I said, it. what are they going to do with Durant? Are they... Like I said, because I, I really did not hear anything of DeMarcus Cousins until earlier today that he was going to play. So could that happen with Durant? Durant might play game two. They don't know. I mean, it might happen. So it's something to definitely think about. But I think Golden State's going to come out game two playing their brand of basketball and Toronto has to adjust to that Toronto's going to expect that and they just have to be prepared for it so but overall it was a uh, great game one appreciate everyone that uh, is listening in thanks so much guys I will see you on the next episode which would be probably after game two on Sunday but uh thanks so much guys thanks for listening enjoy